0: This is the Potswoggle Network, a podcast
1: network with entertainment. Welcome back, couch potatoes and TV junkies. Mm. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. Mm. My name is Robert, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, former roommate, co-host, and grunt machine, Mm. mm, 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 mm. Richard. Yeah, what's up? What's up? I love saying your name like how Chris Farley says it in Tommy Boy. Richard, (laughs) Richard. (laughs) what's happening? (laughs) And we have a guest host as well.
2: What's up, what's up, what's up?
1: Oh, there she is. Say hello, everyone, to a good friend and loyal picked up fan, Lily. Hi, Lily.
2: Hello, Robert. Hello, Richard.
1: How's it going today?
2: going pretty pretty swell it's so another beautiful day in chicago
1: yes lily is visiting and so we have uh, we have a nice uh, guest for picked up we only have good weather in chicago when we have
0: people visiting from out of town <laughs> so thank you for that um yeah and just keep visiting even if like you do under some pretense you know ever happen to move here just keeps just say you're visiting for years and the weather will never be bad
1: it is you're like tricking like the guards uh in like east germany and germany. say oh no i'm just i'm just visiting and then you leave forever and never come back you say you're just visiting and that way the weather it doesn't uh destroy you but yeah mm-hmm. well hello welcome welcome to the show
2: i'm excited to be here oh excellent mm-hmm.
1: for everybody tuning in for the first time this is picked up and what we're gonna do is we are gonna use the netflix roulette dot net randomizer and we are going to pick a show at random and then from that show, we'll watch the pilot and give you some feedback and tell you what we really think. But before we start, we always like to get into viewing habits and recent views of shows. So, because um, you're the guest and a lady, Lily, have you been watching anything good recently?
2: Oh, yeah. I have started about a month ago for the first time ever, Orange is the New Black. Ooh. And I instantly... And was hooked, and now I'm halfway through season three. So then I gotta wait another year for season four to come out.
1: Yeah, I do mm-hmm. believe Rich. Uh, he thought that season three was a huge bounce bounce back from two. Absolutely, uh, uh,
0: it it found a great focus. It really did on just like spreading it out to everybody, and all the characters were well, uh, yeah, well, well, well thought out and well spread out, and yeah, it was all a good distribution. And I liked the parallel storylines as well going on between the drama in in
1: the prison and the drama about the prison. Does this show have like a finite end date or season? No, nothing like that. Uh, Every
0: every year a new season comes out. I see somebody on Facebook post a link to one of those like sites where you can make up your own fake headlines or whatever about like it getting canceled. And of course, all the outrage under that from people who are too deft and and pig headed to actually click on the link to see that it's just a ruse. Yeah. And also just to know, like, there's no way it's a fucking cash cow for them. It's yeah. one of their marquee shows. I, I won't get canceled.
1: Oh my god. I saw one that was like as soon as Breaking Bad ended, they're like, They're gonna do another season of Breaking Bad. It's like <laughs> What the hell? Who would believe that? Yeah.
0: And also, uh, I think this year I saw that got posted like right after the Emmy nominations got announced. So uh, they got nominated for a bullet of Emmys like they always do. And I was like, God, no, this is this is dumb. Don't, oh, who are, stop it. Fuck you, Facebook. IG's the way to go. Anyway, uh, I got kind of excited because uh, we were recording this a couple weeks ago from when this is airing. Yes. And I got a little excited because I thought, like, that the podcast maybe, like, blew up. I thought maybe we, like, because I kept seeing posts here and there on, on social media and the internet landscape of, uh, uh, and this is, this is just a testament to how old I am and not understanding what terms really mean. I saw so many people posting about Netflix and chill. So I'm just like, shit, man, that's, like, what we do. We watch Netflix and then we chill. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that is not what that means at all. It is not. Uh, <laughs> well, Robert, we've never chilled like that. For the re- let the I record mean, state.
2: I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty young compared to you. I don't even know what that means. So I mean, my attitude.
0: <laughs> from from what I under Robert, do you want to go ahead and, and field this one?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um Netflix and chill is a it's a euphemism. <laughs> it that is It certainly the, is. That is the definition of a euphemism. And when you have someone in your life who uh, is special, but maybe not special enough that you care about them emotionally, but special enough that you're interested in their body, you might invite them over for to watch some Netflix and chill. And then, well, like Rich said, we have never Netflix and chill. Like I and that kind of like frustrates me because I, I like as, as this
0: show has proven, I like TV way too much. <laughs> to To just watch put on a show and then commence to the chilling because they're two completely separate acts, and maybe if there 's a movie, all right, put on a movie and then chilled yeah and then and, and sometimes that movie has been on Netflix mm-hmm. but even then it 's been a good movie that 's like oh yeah, put on a movie, and it 's like oh I think I think we 're watching a movie, so i 'm going to put on like chef, I love that movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we 're like halfway through the second act, and it 's like but but he just bought the food truck. <laughs> I
1: was like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching this. I'm watching this. Um, Yeah. I was going to say, Richard, just too you You're one. You're too good of a fan. And he, you're too romantic.
0: I'm too R- romantic. Richard
1: is an Italian, yeah. like myself. We're just too romantic to cast off the act of intimacy. Yeah. And just, and and try and, what would the word be? I don't know. Just, like, combine it. Yeah. this That's it's, what's wrong with this generation. That's, they, that's the definition of, of, of half-assing two things. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm either going to watch Netflix or I'm going to make love to you. That's right. Okay? Absolutely. I'm going to whole-ass your whole ass.
1: Both of those require my full attention. <laughs> yes, exactly. My full attention, my full stamina. I mean, everything. Absolutely, yeah. And like you said. All I'm my just, faculties. We're just going to fail at both if we try and do them at the same time.
2: Both cost
1: money, um, and you're wasting one of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it, it, so, God, these kids. I hate that I'm technically a millennial, because yeah. I don't. Because like I do have tendencies. I have millennial. I have I have MTs. <laughs> you know. And it makes me MT. Oh fuck me. Well, that was good. That no, was right. no, it wasn't. Don't condone that behavior.
1: I suffer from MT. <laughs> I know it's it's weird to be um, a millennial and then and then not know what certain terms like that mean. Yeah. Well, it's just weird. oh my god. I'm like and at I, the back of the millennial train. I just read something. This totally was this is one of the hardest times I've ever felt old or and just and just hated everything. They say that LOL is going out of style. Like that people aren't using LOL anymore.
0: No, I just want to clarify that that means lots of love, right?
1: That does. <laughs> it means look over last. <laughs> it means reread the last. This is thing. this is
0: the least important document,
1: so look over it last. Look over last. But now that they say that, like, ha, ha and and he and emojis are, are being replacing used more frequently oh, than LOL.
2: Yeah.
1: I was like, God damn it! I didn't even like using LOL in the first place, and now I'm old for using LOL. <laughs> I, I saw
2: I saw a thing too, though that. Someone said we should replace LOL with N-E because what we really do, we don't really LOL, we really like nasal exhale. Like so, it's a nasal so it's exhale. A it's like.
0: <laughs> but sometimes I actually do. Sometimes I actually am the, committing the act of laughing out loud. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, I, I assume that it's being replaced by the emoji it's being replaced by is, like, the laughing, crying guy. Yeah. Which, I'm not always in tears. No. that's just funny. If, if, I, if I, 90% of the time I say LOL, I'm just being courteous and acknowledging that you attempted to make a funny, and I do, and I, I recognized it as, as that. And I, I may or may not have found it amusing.
1: Sure. It's almost like punctuation. It's just like, yeah. LOL. But even then,
0: LOL was, was generous, Yes, it was. And now we're going to Laughing So Hard I'm Crying.
1: You need to see let's, a doctor. Let's pump, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Pump the goddamn brakes.
0: <sighs> so, what you been watching, dog?
1: Let's see. Um, so, again, did a little re-watch, re-watching of BoJack, which mm-hmm. I do love. Again, we, we talk, I think we talked about that first yeah. episode of the season, but I am insanely into that. Yeah. Um. I'm finding a way to get me some Mr. Robot. And actually, just earlier, earlier this weekend, I was uh, looking at some more Sherlock. really do like the BBC. Yeah, I, got a,
0: I said I'd pick it up, and I haven't, and yeah. I really want to. It's
1: just such a commitment. It, it's, yeah. Every episode's like 90 minutes. Yeah. But it is, it's great. Um, yeah, so we're watching some of that, watching some Sherlock, which was fun. Yeah, I really want to get – I was starting to talk to somebody, uh, another friend of the show, uh, David Mucci, Mucho. Uh, was talking about how he's on a major X Files kick.
0: A lot of people are these days. Yeah, that's so is, so is our friend uh, Johnny O'Mara of Dilatón Paul.
1: Yes. So X Files is is really coming back into vogue, and they're are they doing a new show? They're or? doing
0: sort of a one off run, like okay. Twenty Four
1: did. So yeah, I think it's almost better to be like, well, we're not gonna think we could totally do this whole thing. There's
0: again. like there's enough of a demand, mm-hmm. and yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's cheap yet smart by Fox yeah. to do
1: that. I was, I did boot up the pilot episode of that a while ago and I didn't finish it, but it's a neat little time. Capsule sure. Sure. It's like, it's so silent to the lambsy of like, this is the federal Bureau of investigation. And they have like the oldest computer you've ever seen in your life. It's like, how did anyone solve any crimes?
0: Okay. Um, I one thing that I'm looking forward to uh, the first episode, or no, the second two of the series, I guess, would have already aired by now, mm-hmm. but something I'm very much looking forward to, uh, as we're recording this the night or the day of the night that it'll uh, debut, is the HBO miniseries that's coming out tonight called "Show Me a Hero." which was written by uh, David Simon of uh, uh, The Wire. I did not know that. Uh, And directed by Paul Haggis, starring Oscar Isaac, who I hadn't really been exposed to uh, before uh, really. I guess I saw something with him before, but I didn't really realize it was him Um, until Ex Machina. Uh, which was amazing. Um, So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to The rest of the cast is amazing, and uh, all the reviews so far are really good.
1: This is 1960s New York. Is that right? Uh, Something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And it's it's supposed to be fantastic. Cool. So I'm really looking forward to that. Another really, really cool thing.
1: Probably, I mean, I'm a real fan of HBO programming, Mm -hmm. but from afar. Mm -hmm. But something that I think I would like enough and is up my alley enough is the Westworld Show that's going to be coming out. They
0: released a little preview of it. Yes,
1: they did. And I think they have... Um... You, you, you talked about the show a while ago, too. Yes, I did. Because they, they announced it way, way... Like, last year. What's the name of the actor um, who was in... Ed Harris. Yes. Ed Harris is going to play, like, the most infamous character, I think. Like, this hmm. kind of... Uh...
0: He's going to be me. the director in The Moon? In The Dome?
1: I think... No, actually, I think he's going to be the Yul Brenner character, which is, like, this horrible... Cyborg Cowboy, and as as stupid as that sounds, it's actually really cool. Right.
0: Well, the show itself is a blending of a lot of different genres. Yes. I was is. just hoping that he was just re- like they would just shoehorn in the same character from, from the Truman in- Show.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm getting all my Jim Carrey. <laughs> he was the,
0: the man, man in the moon in the Truman Show.
1: And he, wasn't he in Apollo Eleven too?
0: Apollo Thirteen. Yes. Thank you. Apollo Eleven was went successfully an actual mission. And then I I was thinking as soon as you said that of Apollo Eighteen. That found footage aliens on the moon movie. Oh wow! That, that happened. didn't even enter. It mind. happened.
1: <laughs> it had to have happened.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, the movie happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we've well, gotten to Apollo 18. We've got to Apollo 18. Let's get. <laughs>
1: yeah. Time to take a All spin. Of that, yeah. Okay. So we're gonna pull up Netflixroulette.net. Yeah, do uh, brought to you by Tide. <laughs> and what it's going to do is hopefully pull up a show for us that is available for streaming on Netflix um and it isn't horrifically long or boring so
2: i'm really excited to see how this works i've been listening about it for over a season now
1: yeah we've really been overselling it just a website but <laughs> you
0: you could have gone to the website yourself never, you do you, never not thought do, of it. Do, <laughs> never thought of do you it do you not have internet
2: i have internet yeah oh, oh all right
0: no
1: oh.
2: I just never thought about it and when I was asked to do the show I was like, I'm just gonna wait and see.
1: <laughs> Lily, you could full on rip us off. You could you could pick you could pick up uh you could pick up your own microphone. You could pick up uh, Netflixroulette.net. What's the other one we use occasionally? Uh, I don't even remember. Fucking fuck off yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking backup in yeah, case. The weird randomizer. yeah user.
0: So uh yeah. Here we go. Uh yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: All right, let's do it. (laughs) All right,
0: here we go. Uh, You want to go ahead and take this? Oh,
2: yeah. I got it. All right. All right, folks, I'm uh, live uh, tweeting. Uh, Not really. What's going on?
0: All right. So. 2005's Sleeper Cell. 2005. This timely and provocative Showtime drama examines the motives of those who inflict terror. And all of those who attempt to stop them by whatever means necessary, even the possible betrayal of their own religious and political beliefs. Darwin Al-Sayed, Michael Ely, who I like as an actor, but has never really been in anything that I actually like, uh, an FBI agent and fervent Muslim, goes undercover in a radical Islamic sleeper cell run by Faris Al-Farik, uh, Oded Ferrer uh, far, uh can't say... Names, good. I'm a piece of shit. A brilliant leader who threatens to destroy Darwin and Los Angeles. Um, all right, so this is a showtime drama. Showtime dramas generally are, are hit or miss or just fine. Uh, I like the actor. Uh, this basically sounds like, to me, a, a, an attempt at a run. <sighs> Thank you. An attempt at a run at a uh, 24-esque show mm-hmm. uh, with a twist.
1: Yep, 24-esque slash Homeland slash – Homeland? Tw- Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. Yeah, which Homeland Showtime as well. I've never actually watched Homeland. You, have you? No, I've not. Have you? No. no? Um, yeah. The, the pitch for this felt like, it's like
1: 24, but he's Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> he's Muslim. Um, it's like full house, but they're Muslim.
2: <laughs> Shout, out. Shout out to all the Muslims out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, our big Muslim audience. Um, uh, how, how? What's your gut reaction to this? Uh, I, I feel like I know what it's gonna be. Uh huh.
0: And I feel like I'm not gonna pick it up.
1: Um, I'm gonna agree with that. Um, been watching a lot of like fictionalized like law enforcement and stuff. Mm-hmm. Lily, one of your favorite shows, well, like X Files, like X Files, right? You want to tell us about how much you love Criminal Minds?
2: I I love Criminal Minds, folks. Let's yeah. see. Watched uh, seasons one through nine are on Netflix. Highly recommend it.
1: See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you watch it. Yeah, you're very well versed in Criminal Minds. But so yes. we've seen some. Again, it's like the it's not a police procedural, but we're getting into like the government procedural, mm-hmm. and that is something that I'm kind of starting to, uh, just dislike from just the sheer volume of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, just give up on that and just watch The West Wing. Sa- save yourself time and watch something phenomenal. So that's that's the highest of government procedural you can get.
1: Yeah, so um, again, in my usual habit of shitting on everything, um, I, I don't think I'll pick this up either, mm-hmm. but um, we'll give it a shot. Let's see. All right, so again, um, what pleasantly surprised us? Ant Farm. Ant Farm did. Um, and I think it did that by kind of really acknowledging some real situations that yeah. young people get into and different character Just, types. And being good. And being good. <laughs> and being funny. So I wouldn't mind if... And Finesse uh, Mitchell. If
0: Finesse Mitchell's in this, then I think I'll pick it up. There
1: we go. Finesse Mitchell. Yeah. As another. That's my
0: rule. That's my Finesse Mitchell rule. <laughs> That's a Blindly.
1: Great if Finesse Mitchell's in it, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. I would like to see... This is what I'd like to see out of this show. I'd like to see a very positive <clears throat> portrayal of like... Um, not a pc portrayal of like a muslim but just like a decent portrayal of like oh hey there's so many people in this part of the world that are decent people and then like a real questionable like person in the FBI counterterrorism unit's like oh no we have to do like someone who's totally yeah. you know just sort of losing their soul and, yeah. yeah
2: everyone's a suspect
1: That's What right. do you
0: what do you think about do you think you're going to what do you, how do you Um, think you're going to feel about this i
2: I thoroughly enjoy uh fbi criminal pretty sick twisted things Uh, watched all 226 episodes so far criminal minds got another season and a half to go so i mean i'm looking forward to this Mm -hmm. all right
1: all right well we'll catch you after the break And we're back. That we are. That we are. We just watched the first episode of *Sleeper Cell* from 2006 Six. on Netflix. Yes. 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 Gut reaction. Uh, better than I thought it would be. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling, Rich? I'm still just a little perturbed by that ending. Perturbed by the ending. I need. I need some more time.
0: I need some time to distance myself. That was an intense, fucking like just before, not the last scene, but like, right the sequence before that. That was that was.
1: This was a good pilot. That was heavy. This was a good pilot. Huh? I think this was a good pilot. Lily, sometimes we talk about the difference between what's going to make a good series. And what is a good pilot? What is a good self-contained introduction to a universe and characters and all that? And I thought this was pretty good. What do you think?
2: I think they put a lot into it, which could be good, you know, could be harmful for the series. Um, it it didn't quite catch me, though. Um, Netflix has a, has a rating of three out of five stars, and I think it definitely fits. Okay. Um, It kind of lost me after a while. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. What about you, Rich? There were a lot of like,
0: it felt like there were a lot of superfluous things, but I think a lot of those things will uh, come back. They just spent too much time on things, on like a little bit too much exposition, a little bit too much setup. Yeah. Or or maybe not even like setup, a little bit too much fluff in certain places that like this eventually will be a thing. Right. Sure. But we're also going to like pepper in a lot of small talk. Uh, that really won't come back. That said, I think the reason why this felt uh good and why as a pilot it worked because it was very pointed, it was very direct, it was very it knew where it has to be. Yeah. Uh it knows its end game because uh this was actually not uh necessarily like a uh, a traditional series. It was, it was it was like a mini series. Uh, yeah. It was a limited run type series. Uh they did two seasons um and so it had it was plotted out. It had an ending.
1: Yeah. Um, how long was this? Was this an hour or an, hour, an hour, and hour and a half? It was an hour. Okay. This felt longer. I like this. It felt longer than an hour. This felt to me like temporarily like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt a little bit. But, um, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, again, for the uh, the second out of three times, I feel like I'm, or even more, I, I'm pretty pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. See, um, I I can recognize
0: like the things that did well uh-huh. and the things that were good about it. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. Sure. Not my bag. I can um, understand that. You know, there's a lot of things like just sort of, I don't know, like, like terrorist plots and like either movies or, or shows about them and, you know, like. Just don't grab me, really. They don't mm-hmm. touch that part of me. I, guess, I don't know. That's a weird way <laughs> to
1: put it. Um, they don't make you want a Netflix and chill.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and then just even like smaller elements, like it being set in L.A. I, across the board, just don't give a fuck about L.A. as a backdrop. Really don't.
1: It's not. That's a. I like how you use the word backdrop. I think it's a pretty... Shallow backdrop. It's, I, I don't know. They, it doesn't seem to be like that locale yeah. adds a lot to whatever story you're really talking about. I mean, it's about. fine
0: if something is set in LA, but when you're trying to make LA a character, yeah, character, like, you know, that's, that's one of the yeah. biggest things. Uh, well, there were a lot of big things I didn't like about season two of True Detective. That was another thing. It was, like it, it was set in was, Los Angeles? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Ooh. Yeah, and it tried to make LA this thing, this beast. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about L.A. Like, it just seems so L.A. to make L.A. seem so important.
1: L.A. was a good character in, like, the 50s and before for, like, film, like Sunset Boulevard and Double Indemnity and things like that. Yeah.
0: But now it just seems masturbatory. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can get that. Uh, Do you
1: want to do a a quick recap? Can I? No. Or no. All right. (laughs) it was it felt long, okay, what you're gonna get the uh, nuts and bolts is a man gets out of prison and uh comes to sort of join he's a he's a he's a Muslim and he's a african american man it seems like african american played man. by
0: played by uh michael Ailey, uh who is very very good although yeah i like i mentioned before I like him as an actor a lot uh don't really like things he's in The only thing that I've liked him in was fucking barber shop
1: boom <laughs> first one yeah. That's it. That's it. Like,
0: yeah, he was on this show called Almost Human a few years ago. That like apparently was really good. It just
1: didn't get picked up. Right. Um, I think I remember that. Yeah. And so he is. uh, He gets out of prison. He is a. He's an African American man, Muslim though, and starts really getting involved with a sleeper cell. And then down the road, you find out he is a double sleeper cell because he's FBI undercover agent. He's an undercover agent. And then this is like his. The episode basically ends with him saying, I'm in. So yeah. uh, after some twists and turns and some mm-hmm. crazy shit, he's uh, he's really deep in there. Yeah, that's really condensed, but that's it. Right, right, right. And,
0: and, and, uh, and the show does a really good job of sort of subverting a lot of the typical stereotypes of this type of, you know, death to America uh, uh, terrorist setup. Yeah. In that, like, you know, all of the...
1: It uh, uh, you know, always get like a little justice league of like infidels and yeah. they, they come from different walks of life and, and they, exactly.
0: They're very diverse. Yeah. Um, you know, so the show does a, a, a very effective job of that. Um, and actually uh, the um, star of the show, Michael Ely, he actually uh, got a golden, golden globe nomination. Yeah. Oh, so good. and I think that was well deserved. Yeah. Uh,
1: again, I thought he was really good. Nice. I think it was well deserved. I think that's a very strong performance in the show.
0: Um, it also earned a couple of Emmy nominations, but for like sound design and stuff. Which halfway through the show, I was very distracted by like poor sound. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was weird. Yeah. Um. Fucking, uh, Aaron Paul sighting. Give it up. Give it up for Pinkman. That was. Very unexpected. Nice, cool.
1: Nice Pinkman cameo right yeah, there. Very just cool.
0: Like uh, uh, you know, uh, this would be pre certainly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the main character Darwin is 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 sitting on the uh, the, the famed LA subway.
1: Yeah, the mythical LA subway. <laughs> like you don't even know if it's really there. Yeah. It's like exactly. Shangri La. It just appears at different places and then disappears forever.
0: And Aaron Paul is just playing just basically the leader of a band of punks. Yep. Just like you know, just jerks. Young jerks, young jerks that start harassing some elderly Indian man. Yep. Um, and and Darwin has to fucking beat all their asses, and it was uh, that was maybe like one of my favorite scenes. That was was a great scene. scene.
1: Yeah, it Uh, was a cool
0: scene.
2: uh, What about uh, what about uh, Mike? That Mike sighting the in the store. It's like, hey, Mike, can I have a Uh, break? uh, Yeah. Well, that was pretty exciting. We. we
1: uh, we had another very interesting character part played, uh, even this didn't even have any dialogue, but we had a very interesting character, uh, character sighting at the grocery store where, was his name? Michael Elam. What's Michael Ely. Ely uh, plays.
0: His, but his, yeah, his character, Darwin, he was working at a grocery store mm-hmm. and some lady that he just recently met, um, like comes and visits him. Yep. Comes f- like flirt with him. Yeah. And he's like, Hey Mike, can I get a couple minutes? <laughs> And it just cuts to a shot of like grocery store manager behind like a bulletproof glass window on a phone. And he has like one of those old style, like, like, till, (laughs) like, tax red, like, thing that you gotta like some big thing you break it. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: gotta like, and paper comes out, pull the afterburner. Yeah. And
0: (laughs) he just mugs. He's on the phone and he just mugs and goes,
1: real hard, like, real, like, upper, lower lip becomes upper lip. Like, no lines. Hard. Hard nod. But uh in the in the spirit of Gotham and the famous uh right uh detective, which is one of Rich and I's favorite jokes. Um yeah, there's like I said, there's no small parts, only small actors.
2: Probably the only uh comedic scene in the entire episode, I think. I could be wrong, but Yeah, I mean I think
1: pretty unintentionally too. It was just yeah. a that was a uh that was one guy who knew he had one scene in this show, and he really sold it.
0: Um, this episode was directed by Clark Johnson, who I can't remember exactly what show it was, but he's directed one, if not a couple other shows that we've seen. Uh, and I, he's like one of my favorite television directors. He yeah. um, he directed a lot of episodes of The Wire uh, and a bunch of other stuff, and he's, he's really good. Um, what do you think goes into a good television director? Uh... <laughs> It's hard to say because it is something that is, until recently, has just been, like, really overlooked.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, whatever, you know.
0: But just- making, I think, making the most of of what you can because, again, like, the director of a television show doesn't really have much to work with. And, and you don't have time. You don't have a, too much of a say. You're just pretty much... There to make sure that everything gets done on time, right? Um, but when you can still sort of, you know, and 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 other good television directors uh, currently, like Michelle McLaren, did a lot of Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Um, I think uh, uh fucking Greg Nicotero does like some of the best episodes of Walking Dead. Um, I think it's being able to really kind of get a lot of. just interesting things that you don't normally like you can not shoehorn in, but that's, that's the, that's the skill of it is being able to make stuff stand out, Mm -hmm. have interesting shots that aren't just, you know, two shots and over the shoulders. Yeah. You know, there's a shot in here where Darwin was like going down an
1: escalator. Yeah. And it was a great shot. Yes, it was. I think it was, uh, yeah, that I thought of the exact same thing. Yeah. I think um I don't know. I don't know what it's like to really work with actors, but I think that might be another big thing too is like you really there's a lot to be said for being the like the liaison between basically like the product and the actor mm-hmm. and being like, you know, like the writers and the cuz yeah, that yeah, th- that's, th- that's who holds all the, the the power in like a TV show or yeah. like the
0: showrunners and the writers.
1: I thought that the the romance in this could have been even more sort of heavy handed and corny, but I didn't feel super bad about it between between yeah. Dante or Darwin's character and and the random lady who basically yeah. does just kind of show up.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like this is a show that doesn't really it, it seems like it has a lot of fat on it right now,
1: but it's like I have a
0: feeling she's going to play into the fold and not be exactly who you think she is. Yeah, um, I don't think she's just going to be like an innocent bystander at all. Yeah. Um. You know, it's like you know what they're leading you to believe. Yeah. I also 100% think that uh, uh Darwin's FBI contact, uh, like his the person he reports to, 100% is going to be uh working for the sleepers for the sleeper cell. Really? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, if if not only telegraphed, and this is a little heavy handed by Clark Johnson, uh, in the scene that they had where he went to his parole officer and then they had their meeting. Uh, was is you know, uh, shot over shot, you know, just over the shoulder over the shoulder, and whenever you're over the shoulder looking at Darwin, uh, you saw the American flag, like just ever so inconspicuously, like a small one placed on the on the 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 desk, and then when you're looking at the other guy, nothing really, nothing. and then like a little bit you can see in the the big one in the background, but that was more so, I think, just setting.
2: Yeah, that that was something I did really uh, like about this pilot was the cinematography was really, 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 yeah. really cool. They did a really good job. Like, the shots that you're just ex- describing uh, and then the escalator shot. Um, that was great. Only only thing I have to say that, d- despite the great, you know, cinematography, and I, the, I guess the poor sound goes in this. The, the, come on, the papyrus font?
0: All right, I'm glad uh. you brought that up. Because <laughs> that happened really early in the episode.
2: And again, a little heavy-handed. That... That was really entertaining for me. I almost wish that the intro was in like Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, all the credits in this show, uh, pretty much, and the subtitles mm-hmm. made not the credits. Actually, yeah. interesting. The opening credits did have a lot of like calligraphic elements, um, but yeah, py- papyrus was used for all the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, which you very never culturally so sensitive.
0: You should you should never be able to. Pinpoint a font.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't be able when to ID wa- a yeah. font on some
0: there's there's companies that specialize in
1: graphics for, for movies and TV.
0: Yeah. And, and you can do original shit silly. if you want. Yeah. You don't
1: have to pull something out of your basic Microsoft Word package. Yeah. That that felt like
0: a a hacky studio note. Yeah. It's like, no, but like they gotta know to speak in Arabic, <laughs> so make it an Arabic
1: font. As much as I love that character, the heavy Bronx, I'm sure it's like uh, a button-down white. Possible, yeah. but could very well be a woman who gave that note.
0: Now, can we make it seem more Arabic? Uh,
1: yeah, use every opportunity. Yeah, to make every, it seem
0: every. And I know Arabic. this may be insensitive about the show's topic, but let's use every part of the cow.
1: It's con- It's Im- it's uh you know it's multi-layered. Because uh, maybe that's the way an American would see it. It's like, all right, enough.
0: I mean, how else would you know that they're speaking Arabic?
1: What? Stop it! You'd have no idea. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to uh, throw up,
0: even though this was in a very straightforward sense. I've just been, I've just had it up to here lately with, uh, and again, they all come from like an LA-based people, like all just just blast down on jokes. Uh, about L.A. highways and directions. Fuck your four hundred five. Fuck your ten. Fuck your two to the to to sunset.
1: Fuck it to the bu- grapevine. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's
0: like I'm fucking over all those
1: fucking jokes. They're oh my, too much. If if the the way that you most convey an intimate knowledge of your land is on its freeways. You live in a really shitty, yeah, shitty, stupid, full-on blast, shitty, stupid place. If that's how you really show, like, let me tell you what—I know LA, yeah, I know our freeway. It's like, hey, great. Uh, I don't know. Okay, and hey, I'm guess what,
0: it, If you're just making, uh, if you're, if you're, you're, you're parroting people that actually live there, live there that actually do talk like that. Yeah, if they do, sure, sure, whatever. They around. talk like that, and that's funny to you. Don't put it I don't that's an inside joke that care. is 100% an inside joke yeah. leave me out of this J- fucking big props to and oh you know I don't fucking say this often fucking shout out to to new yorkers for not for having the restraint to make subway jokes in the same vein
1: mm-hmm. i'm sure they could tell us a lot about this this color line as mm-hmm. we we could hear but definitely for new york with its comprehensive system mm-hmm. And we don't have to hear about that all the time. Yeah. No. and good, f- and and we appreciate it. And you don't have to hear about what we do off the red line or the blue line or anything like that. Because really, that's all we got. <laughs> we got those two and the brown line. And The brown line—that's I all you live need off of now. That's all you need to know. You can live off the brown line. It's cool. <laughs> but I agreed. That's a very okay. Uh, just another thing. I don't know if this is a fault of uh, Netflix or the randomizer or what, but like. Everything we watch is like, no, we've talked about this it's is like, like eight to thirteen years old, yeah, and it just gets that's a very nebulous, weird time, frame because you don't think of it as that long ago, yeah, but again, this is not too long after nine eleven is is are there iPhones at this point? no, no. They're uh, probably well you saw
0: a calendar in that parole officer scene
1: or the f guys
2: yeah, yeah uh calendar said January 2004 so that must have been you know when this was filmed
1: or when it was set well, when that's it was when it was set it was
2: set. Yeah. set so only 3 years uh after 9/11 and Which, again... iPhones you, came out i feel like 2006
1: that yeah. sounds yeah. right
2: uh,
1: i want to say like 07 7 okay. yeah but anyways we this is a time when this is post 9/11 mm-hmm. pre iPhone I don't know. It's just getting weird. We're getting into a lot of temporal times, like just weird times that I don't know how to feel about them. I don't know. I don't know how to care about them is maybe the more appropriate word. I don't yeah. know if I care at all. Well, if, cause I, I
0: got a lot of these shows, especially from like Oh four to six were in that, like in between period and between like, S- and like Sopranos uh, ended like 07 I want to say or some shit like that but even then like when it was relevant uh, like after The Wire and Sopranos and before Mad Men Breaking Bad
1: right so and, Prestige Basic Cable yeah, it doesn't was, exist it now. was in like a little hammock of time yes a nadir yeah, which is a low point
2: that time <laughs> that time period you know 04 to 06, even you know, going back to 03 is just a very weird period of time, you know, because it's right after you know Y2K and it's like, oh, technology is going to end, but and then but it's before the huge technological boom, in my opinion.
0: Sure. Yeah. The, the big show to come out in 04 was lost. Yes. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would hold up. Now, I feel like at least the if first Lost three would. seasons would, but like that was like really the the best show that there was at that time, sure,
1: and again, this is a the the platforms YouTube comes out in what oh mm-hmm. five, and that's just that's just yeah. an internet video, yeah. but so definitely Netflix is not huge. This is just again again i we hit on this a lot, but this is a very weird time to try and be like a very serious show or like a prestige kind of show well and you want to talk about the time like there was
0: post 9-11 there was plenty of terrorist shows yeah because it was easy to to capitalize off of that Mm -hmm. um and and for that i think that this show does kind of deserve a lot of respect for trying to not be so stereotypical and obvious and show kind of a reality which was um that it doesn't matter what you look like. It's we're all gonna die.
1: <laughs> it's the belief system, and it is. It's a. It's a less. You have to stop having a stereotyped view of it. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so Anyway, but we're all talking about this show a lot. How much? It doesn't seem we've got a ton of enjoyment out of this show. It was. Uh. There was a
0: lot of, like, chuffa in it. Again, like I said, a lot of, like, small talk, a lot of shit that's, like, not really going to matter. It feels like you're just padding it to reach an hour. Yeah. Um, Could this like, have been
1: done in a half an hour? Not
0: half an hour. The show the show should have been maybe, like, 53 minutes, 51 minutes. Yeah. Like, just a lot of just, like, you know, also, I don't know, just a, a lot of shit I didn't give a fuck about. Sure. You know? Um and it was effective. It was an effective show. It was to me, it was an in- intense and it was, it, I'm trying to say that it was good, but not good for me. Sure. The same way that like The Hurt Locker, it's a great movie, but my butthole can only be so tight <laughs> with, with, with. Fucking, just like nerves, like that movie is fucking nerve wracking.
1: I do think if if not, I mean, it, it seems like we're almost. It's like obvious to say, but the show is like very specialized, and I think that because it's so specialized, the the life span of this show i don't know what it would be both in terms of like what you could currently produce it to and who's gonna go back in time to watch
0: it well i think that's why again it worked in his favor that it was a miniseries
1: right it's a good thing that it was and it's like maybe it okay um what's the word because it could be like timestamp.
0: yeah yeah uh and yeah it just shows where it's you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and it's gonna be so harsh and just if it's if 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 you build up correctly that shoe going up then that shoe dropping is going to be very effective i just don't know if i can if I can watch that
1: yeah if you can hang in there for yeah. the whole time but
0: well, there are people that can and this is this is who that's for
1: Yeah. so i think pretty much uh i will say i will not pick it up just out of lack of like sustainable interest yeah. i think it's a very weird like again time period and time stamp thing and and i don't know
2: yeah i mean i feel like i'm in the same boat as you um there's a lot of things that they showed in this episode a lot of you know controversial political religious things that you know it's a lot to um to take in you know for one episode you know so it's Definitely interesting, definitely specialized, definitely controversial, but I think it really reflects the time period in a way, you know, if it's set in 2004, it's right after the war started, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Sure. Uh, I,
0: I feel like everything that you said should go in favor of you picking it up because it is just a known thing. It's two. It's technically two seasons and it's not like it's, it's it ends. And it'll end definitively because yes. that's the way it was designed and and yeah for so it's gonna have that sustainability it's gonna have what you just said it was kind of like looking for, and you said that you liked it. I was kind of curious as to like I't know it seems like something you you all signs pointed for you to pick it up and then you didn't. I was just kind of confused by that I on the other hand um I can't
1: pick it up mm-hmm. for. Said butthole reasons. For butthole reasons. Yeah, (gasps) I'm trying. Okay. Let me. I'm trying to think of a show that I really. This show is just so like dependent upon upon a time. Okay. Well, let's look. All right. So So you're just saying the the date of it. Well, look, like Mad Men is a very specific time. Right. And and the show's charm and story are insepar- inseparable from it. It has to be the 60s, because we talk about... There's, like, the evolution of women. There's, like, the... There's a lot of things going on there. Except it's, like... It's, it's it's like, it's still, like, dressed in that, and it seems like it's still character... And I don't know as much as Mad- about Mad Men as I do about Breaking Bad, which, again, is very, like... Breaking Bad's very high concept, but that's kind of not why... It worked for so long. Mm-hmm. It was right. It was just a good. There were cool characters, sure, and it explored a lot of ideas. Whereas, like, this is not going to. I mean, it is. I feel like it isn't.
0: I feel like what you're saying is like it sort of became an inadvertent period piece, because of when it was
1: made and how it was
0: made, or like of, why it was of made. this show. Yeah, yeah, this show. Yes, yeah. and I, I think you're saying yes. that of a lot of the shows that we've been getting.
1: Yes, I think it. I think a quality of all great art is timelessness. Sure. Sure. and this the this show is anything but timeless. Right. It's quality. Mm-hmm. It's, in- it's interesting but also super specialized so you might not be into it but it is n- it's far from timeless. It could
0: be perhaps an interesting time capsule. Yes. To go back and look and see like, hey, this is kind of what a lot of the feeling was after this big event that you're going to read about in history books.
1: Absolutely. And maybe it would make a great I don't know, again, why we get into what works as a film versus what works as a TV show. I think time capsules can be much better as, as films. Mm-hmm. Again, Mad Men, a big exception. But, um, yeah, that's why. There's something very – I look for the timelessness in a lot of things, and this is the opposite, which is a time capsule, which is novel and interesting, but not something that I'm going to continually go back. Okay. You don't visit the same time capsule over and over. You go to different time capsules, whereas something that's timeless is something that you can revisit again right. and again. And again.
0: I do think there's a lot that'll be unpacked, though, about this particular time in this show. It feels like the show uh, has a, a, a good approach to all of these things.
1: I think that something that might make this more time more interesting is if, and something they don't seem to go into, is the history of these conflicts and the history of sure the American presence. And then even before that, the yeah. British presence in the Middle East. And we uh, never seem to touch any of that. It's, it, you everything did. starts in September 11th.
0: You, you did uh, uh, in that subway scene when uh, Darwin gives a very yeah. heated but very articulate uh, history of um, yeah
1: of like India and the Middle East and yeah. how they don't get along. The Muslim and Sikh I think yeah. Seek, is that. What you yeah. say? It's like S I K H. Conflict.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> very angry, but very articulate. It's like if you were to to be reading a passage out of like an encyclopedia or something, but pissed off, like livid. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just beat four people's ass. Um. So there is <laughs> maybe they uh uh maybe they do it the same way every time. Yeah. Maybe that be that be a, a fun way to learn history, like a a YouTube series.
1: Why? Fight history, <laughs>
2: but, but uh, M- Michael Ely has to be saying it, All oh, right. For sure. Yes, for sure, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, um, so yeah, so I think I think it 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 should be picked up if that's something that interests you. I I cannot personally, but I, what if I was Showtime? Because what else am I going to fucking put on the air in 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 in, in fucking seven years? I'm going to put on Black Sails. <laughs> that's it. Yay for me.
1: Yay. Yeah.
0: All right, well I think um and I think what this uh, may have also kind of helped usher in them bringing in Homeland. Cuz sure. I've never watched Homeland. I know people like that and show. And
1: is the, is that a Showtime show? Yes. A fucking crossover, fucking revival like. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the other that's the other thing. It's just like it's like it's just too It tastes too similar. I don't know. It's sure, sure. a whole other thing. Yeah. Anyways, well there you go. Sleeper Cell. Lots of good stuff about it. But don't watch the whole series because we won't. <laughs> Pretty harsh, I'm sorry, but there you go. I hope in the uh, what in the twelve I can't do any math nine years since this shows come out mm-hmm. that everyone's doing great. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I think this would be a suggested viewing if you're like you're into Homeland or 24 yeah. or something like that because there are people there you
1: go. that are, that are gaga about those shows. If you're into those shows, check them out.
0: It, it gives you a more textured look. I think
1: I would show this in my university course uh like a like a 100 or 1000 level course yeah. on American Islamic relations. Yeah. There you go. Cool. All
0: right.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we could not do this without you guys, the listeners. So, thank you so much. Uh, oh, thank you, Lily, as well for being our guest.
2: Oh, it was a pleasure being here finally. You know, I'm an avid fan. T-shirts, foam fingers will be out soon. Oh, wow. And uh huge Ooh. shout out to the state of Florida. Oh, yes. Yeah. There you go. Ruffin over here up in Chicago.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. There's a number of ways you can get in touch with us. If you'd ever like to give us some feedback, which we definitely, definitely want, you can find us on Facebook by looking up uh, Picked Up Podcast. You can email us directly by, <clears throat> excuse me, by emailing Picked Up podcast at gmail.com and our favorite way as always is to tweet us and you can find us on twitter at picked up pod rich do you have any personal plugs things going on uh certainly
0: uh well mostly the same stuff as always um the uh uh, uh you follow me on twitter rich cammy is in, uh, instagram i've been calling
1: more ig i want to call ig, it IG. i heard that yeah. earlier i liked it uh ig uh, me uh rich came
0: before uh, also my audiobooks are still up for sale on uh audible and i think by now it may have been launched just in case something went wrong i'm gonna go ahead and hold off on that but um do listen to uh the rest of the shows on the pod swoggle network if it's not called something different by yeah. now uh, as well as the new show that we have on there um if it, and i'll just fucking spill the beans by now it should be up but uh, uh it, it, listen to Or keep an eye out for Our Father, a uh, a, a podcast about a a naughty, naughty priest that has been recording confessions uh, Mm. and sending them our way. So uh, keep keep an an eye and an ear out for that as well.
1: That sounds awesome. You know I'll be listening. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) There may be
0: some uh, not so outwardly crossover episodes, but... But uh you may hear some familiar voices.
1: Yeah, you might. We're a big old collective. So uh you can find me on Twitter at mbravo mbravo and on IG or Instagram at real.rob.bravo. Uh Lily, do you want to give any plus yeah, for your social media?
2: Oh uh, yeah, follow for follow, guys. Uh you can find me on uh Twitter. I'm at two yogi for you. That's number two, number four. And um, on Instagram, Lily underscore cat. And just want to give one more shout out, guys. I've been eating a bag of Skittles this whole time we've been recording. And uh, so shout out to Skittles.
1: Thank you, Skittles. And thank you, Tide, for your continued support of the podcast. Yeah.
0: Whenever I read your Twitter name out loud, uh, I like read it in the cadence of talk dirty to me. The song (laughs) is like, too yogi for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why or how, but that's what happened. Who is that? Motley Crue talked to her to me, or is it's that like Poison? poison.
1: That's what. Oh. it is. they're all the same. Nice pull. Wow, that was very good. Oh, you're an old man. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, so I should know that. Yeah, you're well. You're the one who needed Poison. Wow. Yeah. That's a, yeah that's you're a the good old, man.
2: <laughs> old man.
1: Old well, man. Well done. Yep. Heck well, yeah. I don't
2: mean, listen to the music these so kids listen to these days, I
1: mean. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, for myself, Robert, for our lovely guest, Lily, and for Rich, thank you for listening to Picked Up. Keep your dial tuned to awesome.
0: To yogi for you. <laughs> Netflix
1: and chill. <laughs> we need to rename the show that. Yes. Do you know, how, do you know, you know what? how we would blow the fuck up? Like they would, and then anyone who would subscribe would subscribe, and then instantly unsubscribe as soon as they listened. But fuck, we would have like seven million followers for like Relaunch. a day. Relaunch, shit. They, all right. They'd
2: all, they'd all listen, and you know, right. do the chilling.
0: That's honestly what we have to do. You're right. Like I'm. That's your are dead serious. Okay.
1: That's Bye. all we're gonna do. Bye.
0: This has been a Podswoggle Network
1: production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.